Welcome to the Indie Music Room, a conversation with independent artists about writing, recording, performing, and promoting their original music. And now here's your host, Heather Kelly. Hey everybody, you're listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. I'm excited to introduce our next guest to you for the month of April, and his name is Connor Frost. Hi Connor, how are you? Hi Heather, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, it's our it's our privilege. Why don't you let the people know kind of where you're from and and what your story is? Sure. Um, so I'm originally from Westchester County, New York, which is right outside New York City. Uh, currently, where I'm calling from, um, and I've been a musician uh, pretty much my whole life. I, I grew up in a really musical family. My father is a, a composer, arranger, as well as a singer. My mom's uh, a pianist uh, and was just just really grew up in that kind of environment. Wow. Um, when I graduated college, I started uh, my own band, Dizzy Bats, after a bunch of years being in other people's bands. Um, started my band, Dizzy Bats, uh, I guess it was back in 2011, summer of 2011. Um, and have been doing that kind of as my main uh, musical uh, project uh, ever right. since. Um, beyond that, I'm a teacher. Um, I've, I've taught middle school, high school. Uh, I've taught elementary school. I've taught adults. Uh, and I'm also, uh, I have an online uh, mentoring practice where I work with uh, musicians to reach their goals uh, and and get their music out into the world. So um, yeah, I would say a mix of of music and education has 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 brought me here. You are quite busy. You are quite busy. <laughs> Do you want to name any of the other bands you started off with, or or? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll give a couple shout outs. Yeah, um, that'd be great. So so my uh, my good buddy Mike Squalanti uh, and I we we grew up in the same same hometown. Um, we uh, had a band in high school called uh, Seven Days Later. Um, that was kind of my first, like, uh, I guess, official band. I had done some stuff, you know, playing playing covers and uh, back when I was in late middle school and early high school. But that band, I think, was really where I started to fall in love with just being in a band and, and helping to write music and, and performing, uh, booking shows. It was the first time we played shows in New York City, which was really exciting. Yeah. Uh, and then in college, I, I had a band called The End Piece, um, which was a band that uh, my, my best friend uh, from college and I started um, at the school we went to, Connecticut College. Um, and that was also uh, also a blast and really my first sort of dive into writing my own music, which was really cool. Um, I'm a trumpet player as well. Uh, I don't play as much as I would like to anymore. Um, but I had a, a funk uh, cover band in college called Funk the Police, um, <laughs> which, was a lot, which was a lot of fun. We played like played, played a lot of uh, Herbie Hancock, some some Freddie Hubbard. And uh, that was also a blast. And. Uh, it was just really cool to to run that sort of band, um, yeah. And uh, and then really, you know, since I graduated college, like Dizzy Bats has been uh, my my thing. I've I've sat in on bass for a couple tours for my friend Maury, uh, my friend Sam, who plays in a band called Patch Kid, uh, my brother who has a project called Mugen. Um, but yeah, Dizzy Bats has definitely been the focus over the last yeah decade now, which is crazy. I understand that. I had uh, I released four albums in 10 years, so I know how much work goes into that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of recording and stuff, how do you guys go about your process? Do you go to a studio or do you do it at home or what do you do? So we've I, I've always hired a, a producer. Um, you know, I, I think my strengths 
uh, lie with uh, songwriting uh, and and being a band leader. Mm -hmm. uh, and beyond that, uh, I really enjoy bringing other people into our, our process. Um, so we've worked with a couple different uh, producers, uh, largely in the New York area. Um, most recently, uh, John Markson, um, who plays in a band called Such Gold, uh, he produced our, our most recent record, which we released uh, a few weeks ago. And he's also produced um losing track now. i think three or four of our other releases um so he's been someone who's been in our corner pretty much uh from the beginning we also went to college together um so yeah we we write the songs on our own um depending on on the year and the because there's been a lot of different lineup changes um, right i've sort of been the constant uh so depending on like the lineup and the situation uh, it's either very collaborative amongst uh, mm -hmm. other band members or it's not so collaborative. Um, recently, this this past release was definitely the most collaborative effort that we've had. We, you know, we wrote the songs together. We demoed them out uh, together on our own at home. Uh, then we brought them to pre-production to our to our producer. So, yeah, it's usually uh, write, uh, mm -hmm. demo, pre-production record mix you know and, and yeah. kind of go we go the studio route well that's great what studios have you played in so we uh that's a big question because it sounds like yeah. you quite a bit with your life so if you yeah. can a few of them <laughs> yeah so this the the first record we we ever did was uh a place called the gallery recording studio which was in uh bushwick uh brooklyn um, has since has since closed, but we did a couple of our our uh, recordings there. Um, we also recorded at Cowboy Technical with my friend Kyle Joseph, who produced uh, a couple of our records. That's also in Brooklyn. I think Williamsburg. That was in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. And then most recently, we recorded at Savaria Studios, which is in Williamsburg, uh, Brooklyn, as well. So. Um, yeah, we've we've always been living around the Brit. Not not all of us live in Brooklyn, right. um, but we've always been around. We've generally been in the New York area, um, New York, New Jersey area. So Brooklyn has kind of been like a hub for us. Oh, great. Well, I know we've got a couple of songs we're going to share with our audience today. The first one I want to talk about is called Alone. Where did you get the inspiration to write that song? Uh, I didn't have to go far. I think it was just my general feeling of uh, feeling alone. Um, and it's funny when this song was, re we released this song back in Jan January of this year. So not too long ago. And I think everyone kind of assumed that it had to do with the pandemic and, and feeling isolated. Right. And, and absolutely. That's what I first went to. Yeah, totally. Totally. And absolutely it does. Um, but I actually wrote, I actually wrote it and we recorded it before the pandemic even happened. Okay. Um, so it's just funny how, uh, I mean, it's cool how, how people can relate to it uh, based on uh, what time period they're in or, or we're in together. And so, yeah, the song is, um, I've been, you know, I've been self-employed uh, for a long time now. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, sometimes I feel like my, my social stimulation is like, uh, limited to, you know, my cat and my, you know, the clients <laughs> and students that I work with. Um, so while I love being able to, to, to be self-employed, uh, it definitely, there, there's some loneliness that comes with it. So that was the main motivation. Wonderful. Well, let's go ahead and take a listen to Alone, written by Connor Frost. At home and it's empty. I'm insane. Look out and there's no one inside. Where is that friend? She never really cared Not there 
was alone connor that is a terrific song i listened to everything last night great <laughs> songs great songs Appreciate and you know i like your vibe i don't know if we're close to the same age i don't do you mind me asking you how old you are i'm, I'm 32 i'm 32 <laughs> okay so no we're not close to the same age but i am a 90s girl and i love that music <laughs> because it kind of gives me that feel of the 90s i mean i, I really like it who else now the dizzy bats um they this is a band that recorded that song, correct? Correct. Yeah. So this release is a Dizzy Bats um, release. Okay. Um, as as have you know been the the last few releases that I've sort of spearheaded. And this one was released just on February nineteenth, isn't that correct? Correct. So we released this full length record, self titled, on February nineteenth. Uh, that song alone was the first single, which came out on January twenty second. I think I'm getting that date correct. Okay. Uh, January twenty second was when Alone was first released. We had a music video for it. Uh, an animator uh, put it together uh, for us, which was really cool. Aranza, uh, and uh, yeah, and so that was like the first single for this record. Right. I think it's a great song. 
Tell me a little bit about your touring experience. You, I know you've been on countless tours, but tell me some of the um, most memorable mm. shows or <laughs> anything crazy that's happened or. Yeah. Um, oh, kind of put, put me on the spot. I, I thought maybe something like this, uh, this kind of question would come up. Um, yeah. So uh, some memorable tours. Um, we did a tour uh, back in 2016, it was a full band tour with my, uh, with my buddy, Sam, who plays in a band called Patch Kid. Um, and that was just like a really, you know, there's nothing, you know, uh, too crazy uh, per se, but it was just like a really fun, really fun tour. Um, a lot of like cool, a lot of cool shows. Um, I think we also played like nine shows in 10 days, um, you know, which is, which isn't like, necessarily a, a, a lot or too crazy but just the way we were doing it with like crashing on people's couches and stuff I definitely felt uh tired yes <laughs> to put it you know uh and whether that's you know um you know something that I should be feeling or not I definitely was tired um and so that was like definitely a memorable tour um three years ago I did a solo Dizzy Bats tour so without the band just solo acoustic but it's mm -hmm. still Dizzy Bats um in uh china and taiwan uh which was really cool um it was sort of like a tour slash getaway um but i went with my brother who makes music under the name uh, mugen and um our our mom is from taiwan um so was, you know we grew up um with taiwanese culture being a big part of our lives so uh to be able to go over there and, and perform in like a formal way was really cool and uh, the show that we played in, in Taipei, Taiwan, uh, was, was awesome. It was like just really, uh, really, uh, respectful crowd. Um, mm -hmm. my brother did a really good job promoting that show because he had a lot of ties there. And so it was like a pretty packed, pretty packed room. Uh, and I just remember thinking it was like so cool to be in Taiwan, which is like a place that's so important to me right. doing the thing that I love the most, um, you know, having family, some family and friends there. Just really, I'll never forget that show, um, which was beginning of 2018. I'm sure they gave you a lot of feedback and support you. <laughs> so that's great. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah it was great. Definitely, definitely a great night. You really did come up from a musical family. It sounds like every aspect of your <laughs> life, friends and family are musically talented. So you definitely came from good bones, but you've got another <laughs> Yeah, you've got another song here called Cut Me Loose. I just listened to this yeah. one last night for the first time and I love this song too. So any, any, again, how did this one come up? Yeah. Uh, I think it's, again, it's one of those things that just comes naturally from the way I'm feeling at a particular moment in time. Um, uh, the, you know, my, my interpretation of it, sort of my inspiration was uh, this, this feeling of uh, anxiety and, and responsibility um, based on certain societal uh, constructs that are created uh, for, you know, for people in their late twenties, early thirties, whatever it may be. Uh, so the idea of just like, you know, cut me free from, cut me free from those, those constructs, from those uh, responsibilities and ideas, mm -hmm. um, you know, to, to sort of set me, set me free from that. Um, it's a theme that I've written about, you know, over the past 10 years. So it's, I wasn't necessarily uh, reinventing the wheel, but I think the imagery of, of being like trapped in a hole and, you know, like literally cut me loose um, was, was what I was going for. So when you do write a song, do you start on the, do you play piano? Do you start on a piano? Do you start on a guitar? How, what is your process? So I generally, the, the most common thing is that I start on a guitar. Um, 
or sometimes a melody will come into my head first. Um, But if I'm like, if I'm starting from zero, so to speak, which, which I'm not usually, but you know, let's say I'm starting from zero, I'll generally start with a guitar. Okay. Um, But again, if a melody comes to me, you know, I'll, I'll go from that angle as well. Well, you kind of mentioned you played multiple instruments. Um, So you play lead guitar, I, I assume in the band. So I actually play rhythm guitar mostly. It, it sort of depends on the lineup if it's because uh, we play as like a three piece and a mm-hmm. four piece, depending on the situation. Um, so if there's if if there's if we have another guitarist, uh, they'll play lead guitar on this record. Um, our producer, John, played played a lot of the lead guitar parts and we wrote a lot of the the lead guitar parts together. Yeah, that's awesome. I love this. This is good. Do you guys, do you have a schedule? I mean, I know everything since the pandemic has been kind of harder for musicians. Nobody's playing live shows. And I don't know if you tried the online gigs. Did you try those for a while? You know, I haven't. To be honest, I, uh, and this is probably silly, but I, I was sort of um, avoiding that whole thing for for like a while like i did a couple just like on instagram live you know just acoustic uh you know playing acoustic songs uh, or whatever versions of our songs but um i think like for me it was like i don't want this like i you know obviously i love live shows so much everyone does yeah like i didn't want it i didn't want this idea of like online streaming to become like the norm you know so so i kind of like pushed it away for a while that said there have been a bunch of bands now who have done it and they've done it, they've done it really well. Right. Um, and I've, I've definitely been inspired by them. Um, it's, it's one of those things where it's not uh, totally on my mind in terms of, you know, trying to figure out a belated like online stream uh, release show. Uh, but I've started in the last few days, I've started to think about it more. Um, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that, you know, by the end of yeah. 2021, early 2022, you know, we'll be able to tour again. We were supposed to be in Mexico uh, touring last year and that didn't happen obviously. Um, so, uh, really, it's yeah, I know it was a bummer. It was a bummer for sure. Um, but yeah, hoping that that can happen either this year or maybe early 2022. I got chatting so much. Did we play cut me loose or not yet? Um, I don't believe that we did. All right. Well, let's take a break (laughs) and let's listen to cut me loose. And that one again is by the dizzy bats and Connor Frost. Here we go. I'm a- 
cut me loose. And I love that song. I think it's put well, put together very well. Um, do, do you have a female singer in your band? Uh, we, we don't officially know we've, um, uh, so that, uh, we had Danielle Minch, um, who's a friend of ours who plays in a really cool band called behind the facade. Okay. Um, really cool pop punk band. Yeah. We, uh, we asked her to, uh, to hop in for this record and she did a really great job. Yes, I agree. I, I was checking that out that last <laughs> night when I was listening. Yeah. Um, are you in works? Are you writing another album? It seems like you constantly put stuff out. I mean, what is it? 11 releases to date? Yeah, it's, uh, it's 11 official releases. I would say it's, it's seven collections because, you know, we've released singles that have also been on, you know, that yeah. have been on EPs, but yeah, I mean, we've, we've put out, you know, we've put out 40 songs now, which is, which is really cool. And, um, that's not yeah, I, congratulations no, no I really appreciate that um yeah and recently I've be you know just leading up to this release just thinking back to um all the releases that we do have and like all the music videos that we that we shot and and the tours that we've been on so I feel like 2020 was definitely a year of like reflection and and to have the opportunity to actually like look back and, mm -hmm. and talk to some friends about some memories that uh, you know, that, that we've all had with this band uh, and this project has been has been really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I, to answer your question, um, uh, it's funny, actually, before I hopped on this call, I was I was working out a, a new song. Um, I think we're we're going to try this thing where we we're just going to like write a lot and um, write like finish songs at least just like the core of a song yeah. like as fast as we can um, not necessarily that it's a race but the idea that like if the song doesn't come together in mm -hmm. like a really natural way like maybe it's not meant to be and to not necessarily get so hung up on like oh what is the sound of this song like what direction do I want just to like write a lot right. um, and I think we're going to try that sort of as an experiment so yeah I'm, I'm sort of of the mindset of like I'm just going to try and write a lot of songs over the course of the next uh, few months and, and see what happens. Yeah. You know, my experience with that is I probably have, I don't know, we put out maybe 60 some songs, but I probably have 40 in the cooker that were never, yeah. you know, didn't flow as natural. Like you said, totally. they're there for, for later ideas. And totally. it's interesting how sometimes you can write something and you go, Oh, wait a bit. What about that song? And it kind of totally. works with it. And so it's always totally. good to, you know, back up all your ideas and everything. Totally, so you can totally. come back to them later. Absolutely. Um, so tell me a little bit about, and this will all be posted at, after the end of the interview on our page, but cool. you've got Instagram, <laughs> Dizzy Bats, you're on Bandcamp, um, your YouTube channel. You've got a couple music videos out. Um, I'll make sure to include those. You've got one for Alone and Five Years. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And we can find those on YouTube. Okay. I'll make sure all that, you know, is on our website. But totally. the last song today we're going to talk about is That Night. Yeah. So this is an interesting one. Um, it's one of the first songs I think I wrote telling someone else's story. Um, there's, a so there's a personal connection. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Michelle, um, when she was uh, 15, she's, I think she's a couple years older than me. So when we were kids, she was 15. Um, she lost her, her younger brother to uh, a drunk driving car accident. Um, and I just remember, I think I was like 12 at the time. 
I just remember thinking that like that was that's such a uh, obviously a sad thing, but also a really heavy thing for a teenager, uh, my friend Michelle, to, to to take on. And I was just so amazed by the way she did it because she also had two uh, two other siblings who were younger than her. And I just felt like she, uh, over the years, did such an amazing job being a role model for them, um, being uh, an example for them. Uh, mm-hmm. And I just thought that that was was just so unbelievable and and amazing, you know, for a teenager. Yeah. Uh, and then later in her life, um, I think probably uh, maybe within the last ten years, um, she was she was diagnosed with. Uh, cancer. Um, she's mm-hmm. she's since been uh, she's uh, since recovered um, and is is cancer free, um, which is which is amazing. But I remember hearing that news and just being so like I just couldn't believe it. You know, someone who had been through through so much. So I always wanted to write a song that kind of paid tribute to her journey, just because it had such a profound effect on my life and and using her mm-hmm. as an example. Um, and I, I, so I started trying to write it, I think back in like 2014 and I just couldn't get it. I couldn't get it right. And so I put it on the shelf for a few years. And then one day I was like, wait, what if I wrote, tried to write this song in a triple meter in like six, eight time. Yeah. And that's what I did. And it just, the sort of the tango dance, uh, six, eight feel really just works. Um, And so it, the rest of the, once, once that clicked, like the rest of the song kind of wrote itself. Which was and it cool. came together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. With that, everyone, we are going to take a listen to That Night, written by Connor Frost. Yeah. 
that was called That Night, written by Connor Frost with the Dizzy Bats. And again, a beautiful song and the story behind it was beautiful. How does your friend feel about that song now that she hears it? You know, it's funny. I haven't uh, I haven't told her yet. I don't know if she's listened to the record. Uh, I haven't told her yet, um, but I, I plan to. Um, it's on my list. It's funny. I, I meant to. And then just with the craziness of of the release, I was like, Oh, I, I actually haven't shared that with her yet. I had I had told her about writing the song back in 2014, how I'd been had been trying this song. And um, so, yeah, I think it'll be cool for her seven years later <laughs> to uh, to yeah. see how it finally how it finally came to fruition. It'll mean a lot to her. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. Nicely done. Nicely done. Do you have anything else you want to add? Well, you've got no, I just want to thank you. Yeah, I just want to thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, really appreciate it. I love what you're doing. Um, I think it's just uh, podcasting is uh, it's such a cool uh, platform and it's a cool avenue, especially to lift voices of uh, independent uh, independent bands. Uh, so really, really just appreciate what you're doing. And um, absolutely, you know, I, ho I hope I hope to be back down the line. Well, thanks. It's been my pleasure to have you and everything will be up on the website. I'll send you a link when it's ready. Awesome. Thank you All so right. much. You take care. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right, bye. You've been listening to the Indie Music Room with Heather Kelly. Be sure to listen every Saturday and Sunday right here on FortDodgeRadio.com and subscribe for all our past and upcoming shows. The Indie Music Room is a production of FortDodgeRadio.com.